Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Itch and Bitch. I'm Katie. And I'm Daisy. And today we'll be talking about the unspoken ways in which our eczema has affected us when it comes to dating and relationships. We will discuss the ways in which our skin conditions not only affect our mental health for anxiety and confidence at times, but how it can also affect our physical health and actual ability to even get intimate. We know this is a hard topic, but we feel that Itch and Bitch is a safe space to share and hopefully make those suffering in silence feel less alone. We are lucky enough to be joined today by Lydia Finnegan, aka Lid's Life, an eczema and skincare blogger. We think Lydia's bubbly personality will make this tough topic easier to share. Lydia, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. And thank you both, first of all, for having me. I feel very excited and honored to be involved. So thank you for that. As you guys said, I have a eczema blog and social media platform called Lid's Life, all on the topic of eczema and skincare in general. I have had a very interesting relationship with eczema and skin and a number of years ago spiraled to a very low place and upon recovery just felt very empowered to share and hopefully reach other people suffering and it has appeared to me that everybody has eczema or some form of skin condition or some form of relationship problem and I think the more we talk about it the better so that is what I'm all about. I echo everything you say at the end because I feel like when you're suffering you think you're the only one and then suddenly you start sharing and then everyone's like I've got it I've got it and you're like whoa (laughs) yeah so just the power of social media it's amazing I'm gonna say I feel like you can build such a network of people from all over the world pretty much who have eczema So as I mentioned in the intro, our skin conditions can affect our physical health through flares, which in turn can trigger our mental health. So our first question to you is, have you ever noticed your eczema affecting your self-esteem when dating? And if so, do you have any tips to help our listeners get through this or any tips to partners of eczema sufferers help them support their loved ones? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very difficult question. And the answer, the short answer is yes. It's obviously, it can be very damaging to your self-esteem. And for me, when I first, my skin first started, getting more red more obvious more broken I didn't lose my self-esteem because I thought it was just a temporary thing just like when you've got a cold or when you've got a bruise and you show everyone and you talk about your cold so I used to kind of show people and be like look at what's happening to me this is crazy and only after a while from you know I don't know a period of months to a year where I realized that it was just getting worse and it was affecting me much more physically it was you know I wasn't able to bend and straighten my arm I couldn't go out for dinner without it being on my mind then my self-esteem started to really hit rock bottom because I thought this is going to be me forever I'm not going to be able to to get through it so when you're dating or, or speaking to people and you're in that place it's all that you can think about and for the other person they probably haven't even noticed because they're so nervous because they've got low self-esteem everybody has self-esteem issues but when it's happening to you it can definitely be horrendous especially physically if you can't just you know go out on a whim and go on a date all, all day and all night and have a great time you might have to have a shower or re-moisturize or take your clothing off or take medication like it's actually not possible just to sometimes get through the day as it would be and then tips for for partners I have really always been lucky in that all my partners have been really actually very supportive with my skin and I think for anybody in a long-term relationship more often than not their partner is just so supportive because they love that person they see what they're going through they want to help them I remember so clearly when I was with my um, boyfriend at the time every morning I used to say is it bad and he'd be like no no no, it's not it's fine 
and I knew it was bad. I knew it was terrible, but it was like that mental thing of like, I needed him to say it was fine for me to go through my day. So every morning it was, oh my God, is it red? Is it bad? And every morning he was just like, nope, you're beautiful, you're fine. It's not bad. You can't tell. And it's a psychological thing where you just need somebody to convince you. And going easy on you, you know, if you need to be up through the night, you probably will wake your partner up through the night as well. I think as well, just the reassurance, even like the smallest amount. I think I look for that in my friends as well when my friends like oh your face looks really good I'm like thanks like like, really calm down like yes (laughs) totally it's the little small things that make a big difference yeah I think also when it comes to dating it's like you've got an extra thing to think about and like just from your skin like perspective like you're already nervous say you're going on like a first date perhaps maybe not even like in a relationship and you're just like overthinking about like your skin it just adds that extra level of like nerves and you want to wake up and someone tell you, oh, you're looking great. Like it's looking a lot better. It's having your own inside voice, being that voice, you need to try and like find your outlet so that you can try and help that voice be more positive for yourself. If you don't have that extra level of like someone else being there. I think I remember like I went on quite a few first dates and went home after. And after the first date, I was like, I can't go on another date. Like imagine going home with someone I don't know. And my skin... <laughs> so bad and I just lived in fear of it so I was like and always I wear like turtlenecks and long sleeves out most of the time anyway so that thought at the time for me was just horrific you know that movie Bridesmaids where we need to do that not with makeup but like I need to get my ass in that shower and some moisturizer on and I need to be able to like cream my eyes so that I can open them so I can smile and these are all very little things that people don't think about and I guess you could compare it to people that have problems or concerns with their weight or you know their, their body when they're first maybe getting intimate with someone for the first time for me it was never about my body necessarily but it was the skin it was the rash it was oh my god am I just going to get itchy or is is that going to be noticed and that can be really horrible as a feeling I think I think as well it's definitely something other people take for granted like I've been on dates with people before and I think I went on a date with someone and they said something like wait you moisturize like five times a day and like they were like I don't moisturize I moisturize like once a week and I was just like well, that, well, that's nice for you, isn't it? I don't really know what you want me to say. And it's like, oh, they just couldn't. I think it was like almost lack of belief that I could be doing this and it wasn't working and I still had this rash on me. Yeah, totally. I just feel like you have to kind of always be prepared as well. Like in my handbag, when I go up, always got like creams and everything. And I think in the dating perspective, say if you do end up going home with them and you're going to theirs and you're not prepared, it's like, oh crap, like I don't have my antihistamines. I'm going to wake up like a, you know, rash and just like puffy. And I just think it does also, you just have to always be aware and thinking about those kind of things. So it can be a lot harder, especially if you do have anxiety because it can just increase those little things as well I I was gonna say I remember like going to people's houses even this I remember this with friends when I had like new friends and they'd be like oh come to my house for drinks and they'd like either have like I feel like boys just have dirtier houses I don't know if that's me (laughs) but like there's just like dust and stuff everywhere and as soon as I go in I'm like oh my god what has happened to me and then I'm like do I leave do I just go sit in your garden like why did I come to someone's house where I don't know what it's gonna be like and it's like I want to have a drink as well and you can't you feel like you 
can't drink because it's just going to make it worse. Yeah, that's all really true. And so I think basically shout out to, you know, if you do have a supportive partner, because I don't know that I could be with someone with a skin condition. I don't know that I would have that patience and that understanding. And I guess if you love someone, you always will. So shout out to anybody that does. And I think with dating, always be mindful that your skin is obviously top of mind for you, right? It's basically all you can think about. But know that it's not the case for that other person. They don't see that when they look at you. They they are not thinking of that. And be mindful. You know, sometimes you have that friend who always picks out their flaws or their insecurities. Wow. And you think, oh my God, I'd never even noticed that on you until you said it. So also keep in your own mind. There are friends and there are times and there are certain people where you should be open and vulnerable. But when you're dating, your skin does not define you. It is not you. You are you. So you focus on that when you're dating and your skin is just an ancillary part of you that when maybe you're more comfortable, then you can share, you know, more in depth. 100% love that. And I've got a little quote written down here that completely fits what you were just saying. And yet you're thinking, oh God, what if they do see it when no one actually really does? So yeah, just amazing. Like love to your last point there. I thought the weight thing was a really good comparison as well, because I think I've never been, I'm kind of concerned about my weight of at weight at points but never like extreme to the sense where it's consumed me but my skin on the other hand it definitely has but I think I know so many people who are concerned about their weight constantly and I guess it's very similar in that aspect for a lot of people as you say if you're wearing a turtleneck or you're covered head to toe it is an invisible illness people can't see it they probably won't even notice it up front and therefore may not know how deeply uncomfortable you are or or nervous or upset you are and I'm, I really would like to think that if, if the person you were dating knew that that's how worried you were or or that is what was going on in your mind they'd be really sad for you and they would want to reassure you you know when I'm going on a date with someone I don't ever think oh I wonder what their skin looks like or I wonder <laughs> this you just think oh my god are you gonna make me a great family and are you not gonna let me down in the future like life is hard people the skin is the is the tiniest part of a future partnership I can assure you of that but I appreciate that at the time it is all you could think about and sometimes it is so severe that it's actually easier just not to go and that's you know a real sad sad fact and I also think it's good to say that if you don't feel like you can go it's okay not to go like the right person will understand that you're just not ready to go at that point and I feel like we can move on to the next question with this one actually it's flowed quite nicely so Daisy it's your turn we know that our skin conditions can affect our relationship but do you think our relationships can also affect our skin and do you feel like your relationships or dating has had an impact on your skin 100 percent yes <laughs> and and in my case i blame my ex-boyfriend for my skin no i'm joking um, <laughs> but, you know for the five years that my skin was horrific they were the five years i was with him so you know i'm not gonna rule any rule any conclusion out of that but <laughs> You know, absolutely yes. And I think not enough people pay attention to what triggers their skin. Look, if you've had lifelong eczema since you were a baby, you know, we all know that it, it may not be a boyfriend or a relationship that's going to make that worse. <laughs> if you're a long life sufferer of eczema, then that is that. But I think for many, many, many people, your gut and your skin are intrinsically linked and, you know, your mental health and your physical health are extremely linked. So it is really naive to think that every little aspect of your life doesn't holistically contribute to your overall health and therefore your skin. When I first started dating 
my partner, like clockwork, was when my skin condition started spiraling. And this is not an exaggeration. From the day we broke up, I swear to you, my skin transformed. It was a different skin and I couldn't understand it. The pigmentation that I was suffering from, having obviously relied on steroids for a long time, we went on, I went on my last trip with him maybe like June time of 2019. Obviously, you know, post tan on yeah. white skin, it obviously can result in a lot of pigmentation. And that was normal for me. And then we, you know, split in like the July, August time. And I went on holiday in August and came back and there was no pigmentation. Like it just went. And maybe that is all coincidence, but I truly, truly believe that the stress I was under, like my cortisol levels were clearly yeah. just impacting my skin. And now that I look back, I really, really, really realized that those initial red flags caused me internal stress that I just thought was normal and I just needed to deal with. That's not to say he wasn't perfect for helping me with my skin. He would go to the doctor with me. He would, he bought me a fan because he knew that that would help purify the air. He would buy me creams, but he also was a major contributor to the skin problem itself. It's almost like, you know, and I'm not saying that this was the case with me, but you know, like domestic abusers, it's quite common that they care for you and love you so much, but equally are contributing to your, you know, downward spiral and downward health. And so once I was able to unravel from that and, and really get myself to a more steady state of calm now if I get stressed or something comes up like re like this week this is my third day of having I was just saying to you guys earlier I've just had a nosebleed this is day three of a nosebleed because I've been a bit stressed this week with something and my anxiety levels have risen a bit yeah. and yet my health like my nosebleeds and like my heart beating it's so obvious but the stress is tiny it's a minute thing and because I've managed to like level my stress out I don't know whether my analogy is making sense but is, I feel yeah. like I'm so calmer now that when the tiniest bit of stress comes my body reacts so much and I can physically see what's happening to me I can I can feel it I can see it and I'm noticing it at the time in my relationship I was so stressed permanently that I didn't even notice that I was stressed because that was my new normal my stress levels were that high and clearly I was unhappy and I I absolutely think that it has a relationship to your skin and I speak to so many people online who say to me I literally dumped my boyfriend and my skin went back to normal whether that's acne or yeah. IBS or migraines or eczema it is common that when you remove toxicity from your life your health improves. So really pay attention. If you are having constant arguments, you are constantly feeling down, you're feeling jealous, you're feeling unnervy, you feel like there's a toxic atmosphere, please pay attention to that because there is an absolute correlation between that and your skin. Very psychological. Like the whole time you don't really realize it and it's going on and it's just like lingering in your head and you know something's wrong but you don't really can't put your fingers on what and you're trying all these other things but it actually can be relationships even like friendships as well in your life and I guess when you take a step back and the relationship's over you kind of can have that new perspective and then when you do have a breakup you tend to be like self-care I'm gonna look after myself kind of thing and then you kind of take that little calm state and you're out of the bubble of the relationship you're like damn why was I putting up with these little things and I think we all know from experience of our skin that stress although it may not initially cause your eczema it can but like me and Daisy have both had eczema since birth in consideration and 
I don't know, no one can see me because it's going to be a podcast, but at the moment my skin is amazing. It's because I started listening to all these little trigger factors and, you know, it's just everything needs to be thought about. And it's not just steroids now, it's about like your diet and your well-being and all of it, you know? I find it is quite psychological for me in the sense that when I get stressed about things like uni and I'm listening to a lecture or something, I'll find if I'm thinking I'm getting panicked, I'll be kind of like scratching my wrist or doing something and I'll notice myself doing it. I'm like, stop doing that but if I was watching something or doing something I liked I would never be doing that yeah. you know absolutely and I think it's important to talk about this too because speaking it out loud is a form of healing and therapy and just just actually having a conversation around it is so important and I know you kind of touched on there are other parts of having a relationship that could impact your skin, i.e. your routine could change. You're in a different environment. You're sleeping in a different bed. You're, there's different washing detergent. You're showering more often. You're showering less often. You're wearing more, more tight clothing than before. I don't know. There are... <laughs> there are different things that that might happen to you when you start a new relationship. And I think it's important to figure out what what that could be and go from there. And back to the point earlier about if you do have a partner and how amazing they can be for you, just keep that in mind as well, that, you know, meeting somebody new and then making you laugh. You know how laughter is medicine, it's healing. Having happy, positive experiences, then it's not going to cure your skin. But over, over a long time period, it will absolutely contribute to better health and that I think is what relationships should be about not what we use as our own criteria relationships are you know you just feeling a, a, a state of content yeah, I couldn't agree more one of our followers Jenny sent in like such an amazing message basically talked us through like some bad relationships and then she got to the end of it and she said after all that she wanted to leave everyone with a message saying that you should uh, find someone who reminds you to moisturize helps you moisturize hard to reach areas takes photos of your hard to reach areas for your track your progress fights your corner for you builds you up make sure you leave with the answers and who lets you cry when you need to and buys you antihistamines to keep in the bedside drawer at their house when you do come over and stay then and most importantly he makes you feel beautiful not self-conscious about yourself and your skin I thought that was just such a lovely thing that she said and it kind of echoes everything we've been saying just now like the right person will just know what to say and the right things and they won't really take it in a negative light when it comes to your skin yeah Mm -hmm. and also just dating with a skin condition if ever you were dating somebody and they made a obnoxious comment or they made you feel a bit less than or uncomfortable in any way I think that's a positive it's like the trash taking itself out you know if if someone is gonna show up like that you'd rather know on day one and I feel bad for the people that meet those same people who don't have a skin condition and may not have noticed those negative qualities early on because life is tough and I've been through such a toxic relationship and come out the other side and I can absolutely tell you skin and you know the the pain and the the trauma that that can cause you is the least (laughs) of what could potentially happen to you in your life right and as that lovely Jenny just said in that message like you need a partner that absolutely uplifts you and makes you feel amazing and I think that's a really wonderful quality that hopefully she has found in someone and we'd also like to remind you that intimacy is more than just sex and physical touch intimacy is about openness having said this we'd like to share a few of our sex mode experiences who wants to hit it? Shall I start? Yeah, I do you want to start? <laughs> um, so the one that came to mind when I thought about this question was when you're mentally in the mood, but physically unable. So I'm going to share my story of I used to me and my boyfriend been dating for five years, but for the first like 
two years I was at uni and um, we were doing a long distance relationship between London and Edinburgh and I remember he was coming to visit for the weekend and obviously I only got to see him like once a month and my eczema on my hands was at the worst it's ever been it was at the point where you get like those cracks and if like you, your hands are kind of like crab claws because you can't straighten them I don't know if anyone else had eczema like that on their hands but mine used to get so bad like no matter how much I moisturized it wouldn't get any better and if I tried to straighten them the skin would start cracking and bleeding it was so bad it was like it was the most painful thing I've ever had I'm so glad I don't get any more but if anyone has that they'll understand but I remember he was coming to visit me and obviously I hadn't seen him for a month so I felt a lot of pressure to like you know get intimate I guess and I remember we were less like getting down to it and then I knocked my hand it just started bleeding and we had to stop and yeah it was just the most painful thing ever so it's just like he reacted so well to it and it was amazing we had a great time we just like you know went out did something else I had um dinner and that but like it's just like knowing that your eczema can be a barrier like that so like I'm sure a lot of people listening have had a similar experience where you're like you know like I said mentally in the mood but physically unable because you can get eczema in other areas that are also intimate so yeah just having to be mindful of those things and preparing for them I guess I found a lot because my skin is like radiating heat at the moment and coming off steroids my skin is like heart hurts to touch almost so even like my boyfriend knocking into me in bed I'm like ah, oh, and like so I put a pillow in between us and it's like <laughs> the least like sexy thing ever because I'm like I'm like oh you're, you're really like it's too hot I have to go leave the room half the time and anytime it's like touching my skin e- even if we were like starting to get intimate it I'm almost radiating so much heat that it's just too uncomfortable for me <laughs> wow yeah it's so I think it's so good that you're sharing these experiences because that whole you know the topic of sex can be hard enough anyway let alone when you're red raw and hot like that is so tough to deal with I think my memories of when my skin was really bad I mean really it it, sex is like the down here on your list of things that you want to do like it just totally not anything that you want to do and I just have memories of like whenever I was having sex with my boyfriend I'd just be like please can this be over soon like it was just kind of like you know just hopefully this will be done soon I'm waiting for this to be finished I'm trying my best not to make it obvious that I'm absolutely in pain right now and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I just want this to be over like it's that feeling of just like please can this be done as quickly as possible so I can go and get in a boiling hot shower scold myself you know feel like crap put a load of skin cream on and go back to bed like that is just a constant memory I have when I think about that time problems when so even if like their skin touches their own skin it can irritate but their skin on skin any kind of skin especially if your your boyfriend has a beard anything like that I remember like going on dates with people that had beards and it like touching me and suddenly like my whole face looked like it had a beard of red and I just remember being like oh I'm never going I'm never dating anyone with a beard again like (laughs) but yeah I guess also it's hard to relax when you have those things on like your mind so like you said Lydia you can't really enjoy yourself for something you're meant you're like you're wanting to enjoy and everything you've just got so much on your mind I just I think the right partner will you can just I don't know you need some time for healing physically as well as mentally before you start being more physical again so sometimes you just have to say no and stop for a while and come back to it and it yeah you get what I'm saying kind of thing 
following on from what you said, Katie, I think it's fair to say that no sex is better than shit sex. So if you don't want to do it and it doesn't make you feel good in your skin, really can't tolerate it, that's fine. And, you know, make sure that your partner's supportive and understanding of that. But again, there will be other times in your life where, you know, intimacy levels change. And it's very important to know that connections and emotional connections can be achieved in many other ways. And if your skin is just going through something um, that 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 would then lead to worse self-esteem and maybe actually as you said Katie like bleeding and on an unhealthy skin that's it's not worth it I also found that actually someone asked me if I ever feel uncomfortable or like vulnerable when I'm about to get intimate or whatever and I'm just like of course I'm human but I find that emotionally if I spend the whole time thinking about my skin I'm not going to enjoy anything that's happening if I can mentally be present and focus on what's happening and not thinking about what I look like I'm going to enjoy an experience a lot more yeah absolutely you're so right and I think one thing I've realized since my skin um you know improving and I have a memory of when I first started dating my current boyfriend where my skin, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was definitely like so much better. Um, and it was probably because I liked him, but it was also, I think, just because obviously we had a good connection and I started to realize like, oh, you know what? You can enjoy sex again. So if you find yourself in a in a place where you're not enjoying it and you're not really getting it and you're thinking maybe I'm just asexual and maybe this just isn't for me. Trust me that, you know, sometimes it's, as you say, it's environment, it's how you're feeling, it's who you're with. It's, it's very many different things. And there can come a time when you can realize, do you know what? This is actually really positive and I you know scientifically orgasms are very good for you um especially if you've got stress or you know poor health you know so whether that be self-pleasure or making sure that when your skin is good you make the most of it like really consider that part of your self-care routine because you do and are just as deserving as that as anybody else in just the same way that people want to do their nails or get a tan or whatever like pleasure and care and looking after yourself can mean many different things and intimacy doesn't have to mean with another person it could also just being intimate within yourself and loving your own body even if you do sometimes look at it and think why have you put me through this and why is this happening to me I think it's important to form that relationship nonetheless because there will come a day when your skin is more comfortable and, and rewarding than than not I, I couldn't agree more I also think as well relationships go in like waves sometimes you have a lot of sex sometimes you have none you know it kind of just or not none but you know what I mean like it definitely just depends and I think there are different types for everything and if you're both stressed and doing stuff or if your skin's bad and you think about it if your partner's pushing you into sex which no partner ever should be like I think maybe they're not the right person if they're making you feel like you should be doing stuff that isn't making you comfortable all the time and also on that the right partner when it comes to sex you won't even think about your skin you'll be so comfortable around them and at ease that it just won't even be a four. Anyways, do you want to move on to those points you wanted to do? Yes. Should we just... So what I was thinking before the end is we could just do a couple of like our best tips and kind of like stress about our skin if you are in a kind of an intimate situation or if you're dating or in a new relationship. Sometimes I think people decide to go and date, even not skin related. You know, if you come out of a relationship and you go in too, too much, too quickly, or you start dating too quickly, it won't end well. doesn't matter whether you've got a skin problem or not. So first of all just make sure that you're in the right place physically and mentally to even begin dating you know at all and I would also say if you do have some really 
you know big concerns with your self-esteem don't be afraid to get help you know there are many charities there are many ways in which you could access a gp or a therapist or speak to a professional to actually work on yourself because the most important relationship is with yourself and then when you do go dating just remember that you are amazing and you you are so deserving of having a great time with someone pack your bag with <laughs> your antihistamine your vaseline your emollient cream and whatever it is that you want i always used to take a little tiny spray of toner and lots of sprays that i could put on top of my makeup to keep it hydrated lots of glossy makeup looks so Put, take time into making sure that you feel the best version of yourself and make sure that you date on your terms, which means if it does progress to another level and you want it to be where you feel more comfortable, then you go ahead and do that. If you want to do a certain thing on a date and not another, you you have every right to go and say that, but make sure that your skin doesn't become the central point of the date and actually you focus on enjoying yourself on that date. Funnily enough, actually, I remember my, my boyfriend's really into like um, extreme sports. He loves climbing mountains and just like paddling boarding and stuff like that and we're in Scotland and it's freezing and it's always like do you want to come swim in the sea with me do you want to come swim in this lock and I'm like I cannot think of anything <laughs> my skin and there's been so many situations where I'm like yeah I'll come and then it's like I just didn't bring all the things I needed so it's like pack a bag and be prepared because I feel like the worst thing is being blindsided on a date when someone's trying really hard to surprise you and then you end up and you're like shit I'm at go ape and I've got X all over my body and I'm covered in chafing. It's like not so the best true. to anyone. <laughs> yeah. So, and also like if you're, if you're going on holiday for the first time, the first holiday, I mean, you definitely won't be able to do carry on. You will need to check in your liquids because uh, my, the amount of times I've been stopped at an airport because I've tried to fit too many uh, mini Aveeno things in my uh, carry on. <laughs> but, you know, first time on a holiday, like that can be really scary because, you know, sometimes you might spend like a day or two with a guy and then you go back and you spend a day like fixing everything and like detoxing in your own way like going on a holiday and spending a long period of time can be tough but as you say make sure that you're you are prepared and you know when you are dating and you are on the dating scene the second you see a red flag just like I would want you to do with great skin you run a mile you know if you're being made to feel uncomfortable or you're being pushed into something that you don't want to do then it doesn't matter whether you have good or bad skin that's just a bad day and it doesn't mean that it was anything to do with your skin it just means that wasn't the right person for you and hopefully after a while you will find someone amazing I can't stop thinking about your uh, products thing for the airport because that's so relatable um, mine was actually when I first went on holiday with my girlfriends and we were all going on holiday and I just completely forgot to bring my skin cream I don't know why I was just thinking about all the other things you need like 10 bikinis or whatever you know and when I got there is when I first ever got um dystronic x from my hands so the kind of like um and it was just the worst ever and I just remember being so unprepared so ever since that one holiday every time I now go on holiday my biggest tip is actually I bring my core products there in my um actual big suitcase but on my carry-on I always go to the boots in the airport get all the small ones and I just stock up there because then you can bring anything you want if you buy it through like duty free or in the airport so there's no limit so yeah always do that honestly what I remember as well as forgetting like you said I remember going to Croatia with my friends for like one of our first holidays forgetting all my creams and then going to a shop in Croatia and being like oh no and like having to buy whatever the pharmacy had and this woman's given me and I'm like oh my god my skin this isn't working and I'm like just stuck in this foreign country not knowing what to do yeah. luckily I think my friends brought like an aloe vera cream with me or an aloe vera gel her mom was a nurse and I was like yes thank god for yeah. you <laughs> 
that's great if you can you know go go into the local forestry and get plants and uh, apply <laughs> apply them when you've uh, had too much sun and you can I remember I went on to a wedding and there was a girl there who she had eczema but also was allergic to the sun and we went on a boat trip one day and she just was head to toe with heat rash blistered skin she was beside herself and I was like I am the right person to be on this boat with you because I have a lot of medicine in this bag (laughs) and I just sat with her and you know I totally knew how she felt because it is just the worst thing when you are on like a Caribbean island that anybody would dream of being on and all you want to do is be in your bed with your bathroom nearby because you feel absolutely crap and I think this is why I'm really glad to have had this conversation with you girls because when you go and speak to like medical professionals none of this gets brought up I mean obviously it would be weird for a doctor to talk about (laughs) going on holiday (laughs) they've studied way too many years for that but these conversations are important because what's most important is not the specific type of medicine you're given but it's how to navigate your day-to-day experiences when no one tells you about this stuff and you think that you go through it alone but actually we've all had that airport nightmare or that holiday nightmare or that first date nightmare and the more we can share it with one another and laugh about it hopefully the more normal it becomes. And I feel like everything you've just said is the reason why we started Itch and Bitch because we want to be the voice that we so desperately wanted to hear and needed when we were going through these times and all we really thought we had was our doctor. Just knowing that there's more than just prescriptions and there are, like you say earlier, holistic approaches and more natural remedies that can also do the same thing. So we always, we said this in previous episodes, but like, I feel like you should always start with your like natural approach. And then if that's not working, then maybe start thinking about the more like harsher or like life-changing kind of choices you can make otherwise you know I also think just talking and sharing is so much support and help that like even if I don't have therapy my a lot of my friends are my therapist you know what I mean and, like it makes such a difference from when I used to just keep it all in and feel so internally sad and upset and not understand how to share it even with like my partner and stuff like that which now it's so different because I do daily you know just takes the like the heavy weight off your shoulders. Thank you so much for being here today Lydia and I really hope that we've done this topic justice and that when people listen to it that they feel less alone as well and that because I feel like this topic is a hard topic and it's not talked about enough so therefore a lot of people do suffer with intimacy issues because of it because they feel like they can't talk about it and it is a kind of taboo topic so hopefully we have touched on it and I hope that it does help someone yeah I couldn't agree it's been a pleasure to talk to you and it's great that you feel pretty much the same as us and all the information you're sharing is like helping and you have pretty much the same goal as us so it's been lovely yeah and I echo both of both of your comments and thank you for having me I feel very lucky to have been asked people always say come and come and talk to us about your shit experiences with relationships and sex and I'm like let's do it because (laughs) (laughs) I just hope I never have that happen again but I absolutely think it's important that what you're doing and what you've created 
it does take time out of your day, but it's time well spent. So keep doing what you're doing. And I look forward to seeing where this goes. And like I say, I'm very grateful to have been asked. And I think there are very young girls coming up with their eczema journeys. You know, they might be younger teenagers right now, but I hope my hope for them is that when they go to uni and when they first start having these experiences, they have a library of things that they can access to know that they're not as alone as maybe sometimes we have felt ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Anyway, I guess it's time to say, itch and bitch out. Itch and bitch out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>